All right, and we're going out to Milwaukee. The Games and Grub podcast. Hey, well, what are we calling this? Grubs and Games? Games and Grubs? Games and Grubs. So, Games and Grubs. All right. Games and Grub. Best podcast on the planet. How we doing? Thanks for supporting the Games and Grub. Shout out Games and Grub Radio. Friendship with the Games and Grub podcast. Welcome yeah. to Games and Grub. I appreciate your patience tonight. It's been a moment since I've done some public speaking. I find nowadays it's, you know... Best to keep quiet. But uh, sometimes you just gotta let it out. Young angel and young lion. You know what it is. Uh, look, I'm the property of October. I ain't drive here, I got chauffeur. Bring me champagne. Games and Grub would like to welcome a member of the 2017 Dick Sporting Goods National Championship team. A two-year member of the Big East All-Academic Team. Standing 5 feet 10 inches at guard from Michigan City, Indiana. That one kid from DePaul's bench. Number 35, Pantelis Zedias. Thank you, thank you. How'd I go? Did, did, did I get, get the pronunciation right? No, that was pretty spot on, actually. Good job. That's a thousand times better than most people do. So I give you credit for that. For wow. Sure. Yeah, so uh, we're, we're uh, on here with uh, Pantelis Zedias. If you want to tell me how to actually pronounce it, you're welcome to. Yeah, go ahead. So, so Pantelis is the first name. The last name you did really good, but the, the first name is Pantelis. Pantelis, sorry about that. Pantelis. <laughs> I've heard everything by now, trust me. Will Tom Brady leave? No. So there it is. He's coming back yeah, to the Patriots. Tony Romo said it best after the game. He's not done. He needs help around him. He just needs help around him, but he's not done. And more specifically, he's not done in New England. Tom Brady makes it official. He's leaving the Pats. I don't know what my football future holds, but it is time for me to open a new stage for my life and career. You were hoping that it would work out with the New England Patriots because obviously uh, I'm very fond of Mr. Kraft and the New England Patriots are an elite organization. Tom Brady, who is no longer going to be a New England Patriot. That's the first time in his career. He announced this morning that he is leaving. Well, I just got off the phone. Robert Kraft, the owner for the New England Patriots, just called me a few minutes ago during commercial break, to be specific. Uh, he said that Tom Brady came to his home last night and explained to him uh, why he wanted to leave and that he wanted to leave. He said that uh, Tom Brady is like a son to me. He said, be very, very clear. If Tom Brady wanted to stay, we would have worked it out and he would have remained a New England Patriot. Tom Brady, folks, is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Why? My first question is, why Tampa? Why? I think that there's there's one quarterback that is on the market that that people could get for cheaper than one might think. And who is that? His name is Cameron Newton. Oh. What do you? What, what would you think if you saw Cam Newton in a Patriots jersey? I. I'm I'm positive. I think that's a that's a veteran guy. I don't know how he would be because obviously he's not the same guy as Tom Brady is in the pocket. Newton's a little bit more a little bit more mobile. So it'd just be really interesting to see how Belichick frames his whole game plan with Newton under center. I mean, yeah, do you think I if I'm Bill Belichick, I've been dealing with one of the most immobile quarterbacks 
for the past 20 years. Don't you think it'd be kind of fun to open up the playbook a little bit? I'm sure Belichick has a playbook for it, so we'll see. We actually met John in an interesting situation, not in Cleveland, but in Milwaukee. So, do you remember... The question is, do you remember two guys coming down the stairs at Pfizer Forum? Creighton versus Marquette. It was February 18th, 2020. And just yelling to you over the media table, John, John. How did that go for you? I do, and one of your first pitches was, hey, we know Brian Gallagher. Yep, that's what I was yelling. <laughs> I thought to myself, how well do I know Brian Gallagher? <laughs> But they go, oh, he's John's brother. So I, I ended up uh, going to school with John, Brian's brother, and we were in a house of, let me think here, one, two, three. It felt like 12, but I think we were in a house of eight guys in South Orange, right across from the campus of Seton Hall University. That house got in way too much trouble when we were students, and I can't believe we made it a full year there. We had windows broken in and things that a landlord should never have to go through. Um, but you guys came down. You were at the beautiful five-serve form before Marquette played Creighton in what was a huge game. And um, you guys came down, Aiden and, and Zach, and said, hey, what's going on? And, and we started talking. We hit it off. We talked Marcus Howard and his history. And, and that's how we got the ball rolling here on what has become a friendship with the Games and Grub podcast. Swimming is an inter- interesting one that caught my eye. It's tough to call almost a play-by-play, Practice especially. It's a that's a tough one. Can we go into our swimming? We had a Brian was challenged to swim a 5K earlier uh, in the year. <laughs> you wouldn't I want to commentate that. It's too yeah, you long. Can't commentate that. <laughs> right. Gallagher <laughs> has trained for months and months for this moment, and now the culminating point. He's getting ready. That horn has sounded, and here goes Gallagher. Oh, my gosh. He called his brother this morning for advice about this trek, and John told him, just get faster as this race picks up. You see his deliberate tempo out of the box here, and as he makes that first turn, Gallagher slow and steady. We're going to take a commercial because this race is so long, and we'll be back (laughs) down the home stretch. Now, a word from Viagra. You obviously travel around in the Big East a lot, and this is games and grub. We are sports and food and everything in between. What are your favorite food places in in the Big East? Um, In Providence, I love Federal Hill. The old canteen for Italian food is terrific, and you can't go wrong at Angelo's, one of the, the founding Restaurants of the Big East Conference, like Dave Gavitt went to Angelo's for lunch and was talking over the contracts back in 1979. So Providence, wow. Federal Hill, in the Midwest, uh, I'm I am an avid customer at Sobelman's. I mean, I've gone probably six, seven times at Marquette because I love it. You know, I know that there's a debate between the Sobelmans at Marquette on campus and the, there's another Sobelmans elsewhere. People talk about, you know what, I, lo- I like Sobelmans a lot. It's good stuff. Chicago, I, I'm, I'm a deep dish fan, but I like the thin crust even more from Lou Malnati's. So I'm actually a thin over a, a deep dish guy. I've come around on the thin crust. And then for Xavier, Skyline Chili in Cincinnati, you got to go to Skyline Chili as well as for a nicer dinner in Cincinnati, the Montgomery Inn, right on the water, 
here's how here's how I knew Montgomery Inn was the right place for dinner. I'm walking up the steps for dinner, and John Gruden is on the steps waiting for his car service to pick him up. He was there for a Bengals Monday Night Football game. No way. Yes, John Gruden, Spider 2Y, was in the house he's <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah, there is Soldman's at Marquette, and then there's Soldman's St. Paul Avenue for the Marquette. List. And they're actually they're actually fifty percent off right now, uh, with from all purchases, all takeout orders because they yeah fifty percent off because they're trying to get as much business back. And they're also selling one of my favorite items, their jalapeno ketchup. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, they're actually selling it by the bottle. So Some that's changer. Yeah, it is. It really is. I could see that working. A little spicy I've ketchup. Never, I haven't seen jalapeno ketchup anywhere else. Yeah, it's, it's real. It's real good with any of the burgers. All eight of them. The uh, Hangover being one of my favorites. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's with the egg burger, and we've got we've got egg burger enthusiasts on the show before. My dad being a huge one. There's also been a big one of the games and grub heritage debates that we've had. Biggest is, debacles in history. What I think. I think, and it's and here it is. It's my fascination with peanut butter on the burger, which I've gotten twice now. Yep. And you're, sh- yep. you're shaking yep. your head yep. big time. It's a big no for me. Okay. <laughs> peanut butter belongs with jelly. It belongs with bread. It does not belong with cow. It does not belong with <laughs> a bun. Peanut butter strictly for a lunchtime sandwich. If you want to have a hamburger, you don't have it with peanut butter on it. You have it with a slice of cheese. Maybe I, I in Milwaukee, I might go with the Colby Jack. And then you do a little like, grilled onions. You give me some ketchup, some mustard, some pickles, some lettuce. And you, t- and you know what? You have a beer next to it. The peanut butter is a turnoff. We now welcome on a very, very, very special guest, Mr. Josh McMahon. Josh, how you doing? I'm good. I'm just happy to be here, man. Thanks for thanks for having me on, and I'm honored to be a recurring guest. Don't forget to try the Joshy Special. The Joshy Special, 10 out of 10. Let me tell you. Oh, we gotta get the recipe on that. You, you got you got your dough, dough. You gotta make it right. You gotta make the dough right. Always. If you make if you mess up the dough, forget about it. All right. So you make the, the dough first, of course, and then for the base, no sauce. For the base, so it's a cheeseburger pizza. Essentially. No sauce. No sauce. The base is a little bit of ketchup, a little bit of mustard. And I know that sounds a little exotic, but let me tell you. Do it right. Ooh. Cheese. Cook up some burger on the on the grill. Cook up some beef burger. Not sausage. Onions. Some a little bit a little bit of pickles on that. And um, oh, a little bit of American cheese on the bottom to make it a little gooey. Oh my goodness. How many how many people how many people in Bourne can attest to the good taste of that pizza? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Becoming the hype man, what? Were you doing this all throughout youth and high school? Has this been a continuing theme in your basketball career? I've been doing this since I came out of the womb, man. I mean, I've always okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody around me always said the kid is just hyped up all the time. That's just me. So I brought it to life, to school, to friends, to social life, to basketball, to everything. So, really, me, me and the hype, we're just one in the same. Oh, 
that's awesome. I'm up to hear that the energy. I can feel the energy in this call right now. It's you know. Put that on a t-shirt. The hype just. It, I've been doing it since I came out of the womb. Any any tips that you found for your personal self quarantine and, and social distancing? I watched Tiger King and loved it on Netflix. It was fantastic. I, I'm not on Team Exotic Joe. I'm not on Team Carol. Uh, I'm not on Team Doc Antle. I don't know what team I'm on. That show is absolutely bonkers. I might go with the campaign manager for Exotic Joe because I honestly felt bad for the guy. I would highly suggest people watch Exotic Joe or uh, uh, Tiger King for Joe Exotic. But that so was... can you take me through your mind doing that? Um, I don't Just like I... zoom into your mind. Like, now we're in Pantelis Zidia's mind. Nice, nice sound effect. That was awesome, actually. Okay, so I'm here now. <laughs> <laughs> the season is over. By cancellation. In late November, late December, right after, I think it was right after conference plan, did you uh, post a tweet? Uh, oh, yeah. You know, you, you can kind of explain that to me. <laughs> sure. So um, I have full confidence in my team, of course, as I still have full confidence in my team, um, to make the tournament. And yep. of course, yeah, put that confidence out there by saying, quoting Jeff Goodman's tweet, and saying that if we don't make the tournament, then I'm gonna shave my head. Well, I did. So, so the quote was, "If we don't, if we are not something along the lines of, if we are not a tournament team, like, we're not a tournament team or something like that." So um, then, this unfortunate cancellation happened. Um, what I've been saying, and I tweeted this out too. Above all else, I'm a man of my word. So if the season were, a, you know, would have ended and we didn't make the tournament, then I would have, by all means, shaved my head. Of course, no problem. Um, with this cancellation and unfortunate hiatus that we're forced to go through um you know technically there's no tournament to not be a tournament team too so okay uh i see that side to it and there was no selection and you know what i mean there was no selection sunday Uh, we we had just won our our first game of the big east tournament um you know obviously that could have been a automatic bid and uh, one of the last one of the last games of the college basketball uh season right there that's right that's right a big big one for us too a big win so just with yeah that momentum was... you don't know what could happen you know you never know yeah let's jump sports Josh. let's jump to a hot debate topic in our aforementioned circles to baseball and lacrosse and there's been a debate forever not just between our friends but really the entire country about which sport is better more macho etc but our friends really have baseball players half lacrosse pretty split down the middle have been debating in the past few days which sport is harder so what what is your answer i mean it's just that you know the lacrosse people will tell me i keep i keep beating this point to death but it's the only point listen they're not gonna be they they step in that box and they see you know i said 90 i'll give them 85 they won't be able to hit 85 and they won't even be able to see it so it's just and i know there's other elements to each game there's more the baseball than just hitting the ball and there's more the lacrosse than the physical side there's some finesse and stuff like that but hitting a fastball or hitting a curveball or even knowing what's coming just the, the the whole everything about hitting 
is just so hard, it trumps everything in lacrosse. It just does. And I'll make that point over and over again a million times. All right, we now welcome on another very, very, very special guest, Mr. David Laney. Dave, how you doing? Just want to say thank you for letting me on. I guess this plays in lacrosse, and I've watched plenty of lacrosse. I went to plenty of Kyle Forge's lacrosse games senior year, and I saw them, and that, yes, it's hard to catch and throw a lacrosse ball around and shoot and aim at a net and all that. Like, it's hard. I give it to them. And standing in front of a 90-mile-per-hour shot, I probably wouldn't do that, because that's pretty stupid. But... I think baseball's harder, like trying to catch a pop fly on running as fast as you can or all that. Where's. Wait, alright, I'm gonna sound like an idiot. Where's Marquette? What state? Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Yes! That is so fun. Are you near Winona State? Uh, that's in Minnesota, but it's the next state no, over. No, it's not. It's in Wisconsin. Winona, I'm pretty sure, is in Minnesota because oh, my roommate's well, from there. I met these dudes on spring break and they go to Winona and they said it was in Wisconsin. Could we get a quick fact check? Where is Winona State to the producers? Uh, Winona. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's, it's right in the middle, but uh, I, I want to shout out to my boys at Winona State if they ever actually hear this. I'm, I'm having my producers work on it, but I'm pretty sure that's Minnesota. Oh, well, never mind then. I take it back. But, uh, Minnesota. Yeah, no, hey, producers got on my ear. It's in Minnesota. I was right. Damn it. Never mind. Take <laughs> that back. Um, what else? I, I, I don't really have anything, you know? Just keep on living. Thank you for having me on the show. You guys are great, by the way. We may ask seven, you to do it. Well. down to John Fanta in the basement for the, the call off of Games and Grub here. <laughs> I'm John Fanta. You're listening to Games and Grub. <laughs> yeah. Here's Hatton for the win from the corner. He got it. Marcus Howard with the dish to Aiden Hatton, and Marquette is heading to the final four. This has been Games and Grub.